1: Hosts Good Night Punk and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome, finally, to the Shattered Order Podcast. This is episode 97, and I'm your host, Good Night Punk. And with me, luckily, after a life-saving <laughs> trip to the emergency room tonight, my good friend Wink. Good to see that you're doing all right. Uh, you didn't bleed out or anything of that nature, so I'm happy to see you. And you, and you made it! To the notice, I, I got a new impressed. bracelet.
2: Yeah, check this that thing is a, out.
1: It's fashionable, and I,
2: I kind of like it. Yeah, thank you. Um, Where can I get one? <laughs> your local emergency room. They're custom, too. Oh, they have your okay. name on them. Yeah, it's very, very nice. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, fancy. So originally, I was going to tell you about my week and how um, we added a Beagle to Beagle Squadron so uh
1: Shit. whoa yeah the beagle squadron's a,
2: growing yeah got a he was he was uh apparently up for adoption he used to be like one of those things where pet experiment you know like where places test on dogs and stuff beagles are tested on highly and so uh then he was up for adoption at pet no one wanted him because he wasn't social and ended up going to somebody and then uh the sultry female wanted him and she talked me into him and you know, we compromised and got the dog because I didn't want the dog, she did, you know how that goes. And uh, <laughs> so we added a Beagle to Beagle squadron this week and I was excited to, you know, kinda of mention that. I thought that was gonna be fun. But little did I know that my night at approximately nine thirty local time was going to take a very serious detour. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen cooking dinner actually not cooking dinner i'm eating leftover so it was in the microwave in the process i'm like i'll clean out the fridge well leftover cookie cake uh from my birthday a couple of weeks ago was still in there and it was attached to a pizza thing so i took a an oh, knife. and i no. so i'm cutting <laughs> I, I cut, i'm cutting the cookie cake away from the the uh, pizza dill And holding it, obviously, because, you know, it's got to stay in place while I cut it. Well, the knife, quite sharp, I might add, slipped right through the cookie cake, and it stopped. I I was so glad it stopped. The problem was it stopped on my finger. And uh, (laughs) here, if you're on the live stream, uh, I'll give you a good view of it. It, uh, uh, You know, basically from the tip. Down to almost the first knuckle, got a pretty good slice in there, went and got four stitches at the emergency room. So uh cut myself and went to the emergency room, called Dan. I'm like, uh, so we may have to delay the podcast a bit, but here we are <laughs> only an hour late. who to thunk it? Oh, so
1: part of the story that I hadn't heard until this moment was or realized <laughs> was
2: that Yoda did this to you. No. Okay. Just to be clear, this was not the Yoda. She made two. One was the Yoda oh, okay. and the other one just said, happy birthday. And it was the one that just said, happy birthday. So, oh,
1: okay. I thought Yoda did this to you and I was, I was, I was impressed.
2: Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, of course people have jokes. Um, everybody in discord and in the live chat jokes everywhere. Uh, some some, <laughs> some really good ones. So, uh, well well done, guys. I deserve... I deserve all of it. Oh, yeah. And then next... So, this is kind of leading into the next thing, sort of. Um, looks like for the next two episodes, you're going to have a guest because I'm going to be gone. I am leaving next week and going on vacation. Sultry Female and I are going on a cruise. And so, this was obviously perfect timing to get an injury a week before I go on a cruise. But... Um, I think I will that. The good news
1: is that you said that this week so that next week, everyone doesn't think that you actually had a relapse <laughs> on your injury and bled out. So, Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> foretelling here, Wink didn't die next week. He's still alive. He's just on a cruise. Indeed.
2: Okay? Yep. Just
1: remember that when you hear someone else's voice next week in opposite
2: of me. So exactly. there you go. Exactly, yep.
1: And I promise you... Like when I went on vacation and you hosted the live stream, I will not get I a banned from Twitch going. before yep. you come back. I, I knew it that. was
2: coming. Yep. So, sounds good. <laughs> that, that would be great. Please don't get us banned from anything whatsoever. So uh, <laughs> I'll yeah. do my best. <laughs> and the, so the next episode you'll see me on is episode 100. Very exciting. One hundo. Episode 100 is coming up
1: quick. Crazy, right? Indeed. So I wanted to mention something. 15 days from today, Solo, a Star Wars story comes out, and I couldn't be more pumped for this. I don't know where you're at with that, but I just can't wait for this movie to come out.
2: I'll be out of the country whenever it comes out, so cool. Oh yeah, Um, we talked about this. (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll see it at some point once I return to Civilization, but I, I am pretty excited. It looks good. Uh, the The trailer looks good. I've, I have high hopes. We'll see if it's good. Hopefully it's like Rogue One, that it's, you know, uh, something a little bit different and a really good story. And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because the... One of the biggest things people tell me about it that they're worried about is the fact that they switched directors right in the middle of the... The filming of the movie and had to do a bunch of reshoots but the funny thing about that to me is that while they didn't change directors I don't think for Rogue One they did do have to do a whole ton of reshoots though and what came out from Rogue One um, actually turned out really really good so and one of the movies that some people consider their favorite Star Wars movie so if the reshoots from Rogue One are in indi- the indication of Reshoots can still be good. Then I think Han Solo with Ron Howard as director now shouldn't be too much to worry about. I mean, still have your doubts, but it 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 it's got some hope. So I'm excited, and I really like. I really do like the guy. The what is his name? Aaron Reich, Aaron Rich, Aaron Reich. That's probably totally wrong, but uh, I do like the guy that plays. On it's so far from the trailers, I think he looks good at least to me. So, you having troubles over there? What's going on?
2: Yeah, okay, okay I'm back.
1: <laughs> I was wondering,
2: uh, a member on
1: the new Beagle Squadron.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, one of the members of Beagle Squadron got left outside, was very unhappy, was screaming and hollering, so I had to run and take care of that.
1: <laughs> Out of formation,
3: yes. That that tends to happen. Alrighty, well, let's get into things. What do you say? Ugh, sounds good. <laughs> hey guys,
0: what did you do in Swoga this week?
2: I I don't know. Go ahead and t- tell us what you did, because I, I I I I don't know. I'll let you take a minute. Your mind has been
1: on other things the last hour. <laughs> but I'll mention some things here. Uh, I got Geon Ocean Spy to seven stars this week. I, we're we're coming down to the nitty gritty with my roster of things that can become seven stars. So I finally, <laughs> I've been pulling out uh, Ocean Spy shards from Fleet Shop when he showed up. Um, some might call that a waste. I am a collector, and I want everything at seven stars. So now that I got him, I'm going to go keep going after the Scarf Rebel Pathfinder now. Get him to seven stars. And I know what you're thinking. I did not think when I chose Geonosian Spy. But, yes, I should have gone after Scarf Rebel Pathfinder before Geonosian Spy. But you should here have, we yes. are. So yeah. I got Geonosian Spy. Seven star. I got first order special forces TIE fighter pilot to seven star. That is a mouthful. Every time I say it, I feel yeah. like I'm just gonna miss a word or add more. And no one would ever notice. But I got him to seven stars. His ships fifty out of a hundred, so I almost got that done. Um. Uh. Here's the fun one. Right today, after buying the um. What do you call it? The IPD pack, the little $10 pack for 40 shards. I was able to get Ooh. IPD to seven stars. So Nice. Ten ten 10 40 shards is not too bad considering what it takes to get that character. Yeah, And it was able to bump me literally to 101 out of 100 shards for him. So got my uh, probe droid at seven stars. I'm pretty excited to start leveling him up and gearing him up for some territory wars, offense fun. Um, Maybe other things. Who knows? That guy's, I haven't really played with him at all on anything. So I'm really getting excited to uh, test him out. I know a lot of people like him, so that'd be cool. Uh, Hoda. Nightmare at gear 10 for me right now, because I need Uh two of the yellow basketballs, right? Yep. Two of them. They haven't shown up. Okay. Okay. They have shown up in shipments, but they it's the two thousand crystal full basketball, which I don't want because I have so many of the challenge gear for those things yeah, I that just would want be a the other piece
2: terrible investment, to say the
1: least there you go yeah so the but the the sal- savages <laughs> the salvages <laughs> hasn't shown up for four days i haven't seen Ouch. it at all in guilds I haven't seen That's it in rough. guilds I haven't seen it in shipments, and it showed up one time. In the shard shop, so Dang. someday I will finish those off for him and get him to gear eleven and start working towards gear twelve. But this week has been full stop on Hoda, waiting for those stupid things because I also have been farming that um, purple traffic light thing he also needs, one that you need fifty of for gear eleven that I never have any of ever. Oh yeah, you know I, you know what I'm talking about. They kind of look like a, a different type of boom box than the other ones. Yeah, but. No traffic lights. Traffic. I thought that's what the traffic lights were. But uh,
3: last thing I want to say. Eight node. Eight.
1: Okay. Why is is this not easy to say? Eight hard node attempts. Yeah, eight hard node attempts is much quicker than I found this week. I can't believe how far I am on some of these characters that just went into the
2: uh, hard nodes. So this is a like, good like uh, philosophical question. Like are you doing refreshes? Are you refreshing any of those any characters? You're not just doing the 8 nodes. I'm not only to...
1: because yeah, I, I'm just doing the 8. I'm only doing that only because if I did that, I wouldn't have any energy for gear. And okay. uh That's fine. I've been I've been using about 200 energy a day on gear. Because that's all I have left by that time, even with my three fifty crystal refreshes. So yeah, I don't want to add any more on there, um, because I still need to gear people up. But yeah, if I did, it would be even that much quicker. You know, it's it's crazy how it's. I love it. I'm loving it. I mean, uh, my my B accounts Reaper is catching up. To where my A-accounts Reaper is, because it's just gone that much faster for that account, along with the slowness of my main account when it was only five. So, it's
3: crazy. But I'm loving
2: it. Well, I mean, that's good, I guess. Always. Yeah, I I agree with you on the hard nodes. Uh, They're awesome. I've been farming primarily Wicket, Zombie, and Mother Talzin. I've been doing refreshes on Zombie and Wicket. I need to get Wicket finished. I'm at 70 out of 100. The event returns in four days, which we'll get to in a second. And what you get 10 shards with that. You can refresh for, is it 900? I think. 800, 900, something like that. Yeah, I was thinking 900, something like that, roughly. Uh So I'm going to refresh that, get those extra 10 shards. That'll give me 20 So, I just need to farm 10 more from hard nodes before, you know, in the next four days, which I should easily do. And then I will be able to start getting those Zetas, which I'll be really excited about. Um, Close to zombie. uh, Very close to being finished with zombie. And then I'll be on to Mother Talzin. And let's see. What else? Oh, so this has been a really cool week for mods, actually. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I have got, I think today I got like three mods that were ridiculous. Um, There was one that showed up in the store, and I spent a decent amount, uh, what was it, like three million credits on a mod that was the crit damage bonus. It was the multiplexer, so the plus sign looking one, offense primary, with offense as a secondary and it was purple in the beginning so it could uh increase three times it ended up increasing twice to exactly 100 additional offense so i have that 5.88 percent offense with 100 offense secondary so i will be using that bad boy on leia or someone like that and then i had another mod just sitting you know in with all my mods that I hadn't leveled up that had offense as a secondary, and I leveled it up, ended up going to 127. I was pretty happy about that one as well. Um, so what... I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. When you are talking
1: about offense, like what... Speed secondaries can go up to 30. You don't see that very often. But that's what it can go to, right? Yes. What's the highest in offense straight stat offense mod can go to? Like, what's a good offense, like, you've hit the jackpot offense mod?
2: I think the best secondary offense I have is 155. I've got a... I think I've got three or four of them that are right around that mid 150, or mid-100s, you know, like that 150 range. And then I've got a couple... uh, If you get over 100, that's really good, because um... I wouldn't say it's uncommon to, I mean, really, if starts at, you know, they generally start at 30 or 40, so if it hits twice, you're into, you're at 100, but sometimes they can, you know, uh, go for larger amounts. I'm not exactly sure what the variance is as far as the amounts go there, but yeah, if you're getting in the hundred and. 20 range like that is some awesome offense secondaries and uh you know that that can go a long ways it's so something to consider uh I was actually kind of looking at this because of Night Sister Acolyte there are some and Emperor Palpatine's another one there's some characters where you much prefer offense percent
0: mm-hmm.
2: secondary versus the uh, just the raw offense numbers and generally if they have attacks that do physical damage, you're gonna want the raw offense numbers. And then if they do special damage, you're gonna want the offense percent numbers. Generally the reason is because uh the special damages are usually quite a bit higher than physical damage. Uh I know on Night Sister Acolyte, I think her physical damage is like twenty one hundred or something, and then her special damage is like forty, five hundred. I-, I can't remember for sure where special damage is. But if you're doing hmm. a percentage of that, like, you're getting much bigger gains from special damage than you are the physical damage. So that's something to consider, uh, you know, like Night Sister Acolyte, if you're um using her, you know, in the team where you're using both abilities, you know, 'cause her her basic is physical damage and then her special is special damage. So that's something to take into account is the special is going to see a bigger gain from secondaries with offense percent than her basic ability would.
1: That makes sense. Totally. Especially with her because you know, you see those, that giant crit number on her s- special. And then yeah. you wonder uh, why the basics a little bit off there with the percentage or the and, numbers. Yeah. That makes perfect sense,
2: and you know, like I mean, a percentage increase is going to be the same either way. It's just you end up with, you know, ends up being a total bigger increase on the specials because of the higher number they have to begin with. So, uh, yeah, and oh, s- something else. Um, I totally screwed up my checks mix run today, and. I did the math afterwards and I was very, very upset. So I ended up getting like 1.5 million and I was really upset because I was like, I felt like that was a way better run. Um, got a lot of hits in and it just didn't do the damage I was expecting. Well, come to find out I lost 300,000 because I did not have a full crit damage set bonus on Han. I had changed a mod or something and, And so he didn't have the set bonus. All he had was the 36% from the primary. And so, yeah. Not good. Unfortunately for me, I didn't get to do
1: phase two because it would have been totally screwy for me because I pushed us from phase two to phase three yesterday. I'm like, yep, not even going to try that. It's annoying enough as it is starting fresh, but who even knows what's going to happen. If I tried this with weird turn meter. So
2: yeah, that's uh, I left that's that or I left that to the rest of you guys. Fair enough. Totally understandable. Um, <laughs> well, I think that was pretty much my entire week in Swaga. So now we can move on to.
0: Always in motion. The future is to the calendar. We must look
2: undo the calendar all right so there's a lot of stuff going on this week yeah there is stuff at least that's no kidding man between last week and this week like the events have been crazy like what all this past weekend there were events like crazy and then you know monday and tuesday hit you're kind of like where'd everything go there was so much to do been uh it's been really awesome seeing all these events and kind of always having something a little bit different showing up to, you know, work on or whatever.
1: Yeah, the uh last weekend, man, there were like four events over the entire weekend that refreshed themselves. It was yeah. You finish your dailies and then you had tons of other stuff to play with. It was kind of it was really fun that way, at least for me. I enjoyed all that stuff. Oh, me awesome. too. I know some people get overwhelmed; they got too much to do. But uh, I love it. That was super fun, especially since I worked both Saturday and Sunday nights. So, like, once things got quiet and I took a break, I just sat there and played a bunch of events, and then nice back to it. Yeah, it was nice. Very nice. Hopefully, it's usually between the hours of
3: no, <laughs> <laughs> no, she does not. So, May 10th, yesterday, today,
1: what year is it? <laughs> today to the 16th, Emperor's Demise is going on. So, for all of the new, newer players that have not got him or got him at five star, want to get him to seven, got him to six, or couldn't get that seven star, you have right now till the 16th to finish off Emperor Palpatine. Great character, yeah. leading the meta right now. So, one that if you have on your roster, you're going to love. Uh, He's always been good. He just never was... uh, Until he got his Zeta, he wasn't always a arena-type character because he was so squishy, but now he has his spot there.
2: He's still pretty
1: squishy, though. Yeah, true, but now you hide him behind, you know, Scion or Sith Trooper or General Kenobi or whatever, and it's okay. But the... uh, You remember when... I'm going off track here, but I I always do that, and I don't care. The do you remember when he was introduced with an AOE stun, and everyone lost their crap? Yep, they're like AOE stun. What? Still yep. amazing, still great. Not to mention he had shock, which was a new debuff that no one else oh, had that when was he came out.
2: Infuriating to deal with whenever he first came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so uh yeah palpatine event also mythic event so uh i love the palpatine mythic event because it actually gives some gear 12 gear and mods i believe so that is probably my favorite mythic event they probably has the best rewards in my opinion uh so that is super exciting and then so may 11th we have defensive dathomir that is the one that gives you uh mother talisman shards. Another way to make that hard node farm even faster. 100%. Uh, So, if you're buying Mother Talzin shards from the shipments, they're actually a little bit more efficient. Same with Wicket shards if you buy them from the event by refreshing the event. Uh, Cost per shard is a little bit cheaper. It's not a ton cheaper, but it's it's cheaper nonetheless. So, you know, that's... Do it when the opportunity comes. If it's cheaper, why
1: waste crystals, you know? Exactly. Grab those ten from there, then go back to the shipments
2: while the event's not there. You know. Indeed. And then uh, let's see, May twelfth to the thirteenth, we have the Secrets and Shadows event. This is uh, this is the one with Night Sisters. Is this going to have a mythic event? Do you know? Because I am not sure. I can't remember if this is one of the ones that got a mythic or not. Which one is Secrets and Shadows? That's the Sith and Night Sisters.
1: Someone else one. I'm
2: pretty sure you use Night Sisters.
1: I don't remember if this one got mythic. That's a good question.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure either. Hopefully it does, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, May 14th, Omega Battle. May 15th, Indoor Escalation. That's the one I am shooting for. I'm gonna have to make sure I save up the crystals so that I can refresh that and uh, you know get those last Wicket shards so I can do that bonus tier, which I am very excited about. Yep. That'll be, what is it, three Zetas every time it comes around? I have no idea, but I'll be able to tell you on episode 100 if I don't forget by then. <laughs>
1: yeah. If you're like me, you won't even know what happened in the two weeks before.
2: You uh, back. Secrets and Shadows is Phoenix or Night Sister.
1: Okay. And you fight against the Sith.
2: Yes. That's the one with the incredible. Sorry, incredibly- you fight
1: against the Sith. And Kylo Ren.
2: <laughs> Kylo Ren's not in that. He's in the picture though, right?
1: Mm, he's in the picture for sure. I'm pretty sure he's in there.
2: Is he? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I do know that the... Uh, oh, uh, Darth Sidious is incredibly infuriating. If you're having trouble with that guy uh, in the Secrets and Shadows event... Use stagger. Make sure you have a character that can inflict stagger, and then hit him again and drop that turn meter out. That makes a huge difference. Um, I believe who who is it? Uh, is it Talia? Talia or Initiate? One of those puts down stagger for Night Sisters, and then I believe it's Zeb that does it for Phoenix.
1: Correct? I think it's Talia.
2: Is it okay?
1: Yeah, I think you're so, on. Zeb is definitely the one on. Zeb is definitely the one on Phoenix, and I think it's
2: Talia with her special does stagger. Yeah. Yep. So very important. There you go. Um, alright, and then uh uh let's see. I think that's it. Right? May
1: 14th, kinda of boring. Not oh, sorry, not boring. Not an assault battle, not a defense of Dathomir or Indoor Escalation, but there is an Omega battle on the 14th. So, get your Omega for the day. Love it. May 15th, Indoor Escalation, like you said. Uh, You've already talked about Indoor Escalation, so I'm pretty sure I'm repeating things now that I'm thinking about it. But I wanted to mention this. The next event on the calendar is the 19th. So it goes from the 15th to the 19th, right? And... Usually marquees
3: are what? Um
1: Thursday through Saturday? How many days are marquees? I i
2: I should I should have that memorized by now, but I have no idea. Um I mean the uh you said that's on the nineteenth there was something. Uh yeah, I, Yeah,
1: that's a Saturday. So okay. I thought usually marquees were mm. Thursday, Friday into Saturday. I don't know. I was just I thinking, not sure, you know, you got the Han or the solo movie coming out in two weeks, like we talked about at the beginning. Yep, you got a You got that little window in that in the calendar with nothing in like Wednesday to Saturday. I just thought that was interesting.
2: Yeah. So uh, th- there's usually. There's usually some, some sort of event going on pretty much every day. I mean, you start looking down the calendar, it's, uh, that is kind of one of the only gaps that is in there. And then, uh, so we could definitely maybe see something new then. And there's probably going to be something when the movie comes out. Um, what day does the movie come out? Is it 25th, I believe? 24th, 25th? 25th. So, around that time, we have Endor Escalation returning and then uh, Force Moon Assault Battle. Uh, so, we have that stuff coming around that time, which, you know, you'll cover the rest of the calendar while well, I'm not here. But, uh, you know, we'll, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be seeing, you know, some stuff that's not on the calendar, maybe added on there at some point. Uh, and then. We shall see. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see before we move on to this next thing, there's something really exciting happening this month that we have to tell you about. We always love telling you about our amazing microphones and headphones from blue designs because we love those guys and love their stuff. And we still have definitely a microphone or headphone to give away this month which maybe maybe we'll just do the whole shebang on episode 100 or something. Maybe we'll just go crazy that that episode. But that is not the only thing we're giving away. So Blue is doing a special promotion and they're going to be giving away uh believe it's the Yeti caster. It is. If you don't know what the yeti caster is you can go... it's a, blue-
1: it's, a it's a it's a bundle basically exactly. has the compass I'll tell you in two seconds
2: I believe it comes with the compass and the yeti it is uh it's pretty awesome it's a really good deal um you know it's you can go buy one it's a really good bargain if even if you just go buy it but we are actually gonna have one to give away on the show so we will be we will be churning stuff in our heads for these next couple of weeks, trying to figure out the best way to do this. There's we're gonna have to make you guys work for that one because that is a really really awesome gift. Uh, you know, getting the absolutely stunning and amazing compass along with the yeti, so that'll be a lot of fun. So be be uh you know keeping your eye out for the giveaways at the end of the month and. You know, if you just can't wait until then, you can always go to bluedesigns.com and use the promo code SOPOD, get twenty percent off, and get whatever you need.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a the Yeti caster or monthly blue giveaway sound like perfect things for episode one hundred. So it's kind of what I was saying. saying. Yeah. But if you I put the link to the Yeti caster in the chat for those that want to check it out. If you want to know what comes in, it comes with a Yeti USB microphone, which I used all the way till the 70s of episodes for the podcast, still staring at me right there up in the uh, podcast hall of fame. And then, uh, (laughs) so you got the Yeti, you got the compass, this awesome boom arm that we got and the, uh, Radius three custom shock mount for the Yeti to mount your Yeti to your arm. So it's, it's, it's legit. It's a great setup.
2: For yeah. If you want to get into videos, streaming videos or whatever. podcasts, whatever. Absolutely. So. Cool. Um. All right. So we didn't really know what to talk about. So you came up with some creative topics while I was sitting in the emergency room getting shot up with needles <laughs> and getting stitched and all that good stuff. So um, we are going to talk about the ship PVE table. Now, like it. This is all going off of information that's already been released. We don't know anything that you don't know. So take that for what it's worth. But we're going to talk about some theory crafting, what we would like to see, what we're hoping to see, and some things like that. Sound good? Yes. It does sound good because I'm the one that wrote it. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) that sounds great to me. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right. So let's start. Theorycrafting about what's to come with the ship PvE table. I had some little points that I wanted to go over, and then we can just kind of think freely. Okay. But I'm going to guide our thoughts here for a second. So Drive first thing bus. I wanted to ask, do you think character gear will be farmable on the ship PvE table?
2: Yeah. I'd Do I you don't think s- that
1: nodes are going to have character gear on them?
2: Yeah, I, I, I do. I um i think it makes sense so this is we're kind of gonna talk about in a second but not in the same context but there are a lot of bottlenecks for gear in this game and as they've discussed uh that this month they're gonna be adding a couple pieces of gear into gear 12 this is something they mentioned last month And so, with them expanding that, that's kind of setting us up for gear level 13, which I'm sure we'll see at some point. You've got to make character, got to make it easier for characters to get there. So, Cuffs, Stun Guns, Carbonis. Those are the bottlenecks of the game still. Uh, Hollows, to some degree. I would say to a strong degree. They're kind of in that same category, I guess. Um... I wouldn't be surprised to see those. I mean, if they add an entirely new energy for ship battles and then they add some of that uh add some of that gear into some of those battles, that wouldn't surprise me. I think we'll see that and that would go um you know, that would definitely be a step towards helping us gear up more characters and just kind of opening that bottleneck just a little bit on those mid mid gear levels and kind of push the bottleneck up into the higher gear levels, which is what you would generally expect. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I think it makes sense that they would put gear on, on those as well. I don't know that there's a lot of things that they can add specifically only for the PVE table, um, to have rewards in there. Um, I think putting character gear on there makes sense, and the reason I, the reason I really hope that they do, goes back to talking about the eight hard nodes. So, the the problem with eight hard nodes that is a wonderful, have problem to have. I don't have any problem with it, but it makes it hard to farm certain gear pieces because you don't have the energy for it. Right? You don't have to do all eight. So. You don't have to, but if you want <laughs> to get the character in two months instead of four, don't do four, do eight, you know. But the the idea is, you know, if I can use my energy in the ship PVE table to continue to farm gear there as it accrues throughout the day, along with the energy refreshes in that table, that will be either 100 like the cantina or hopefully 50 like the uh, normal nodes. Um, Then I could farm the gear I need out of there during the day and focus on my energy on the hard nodes uh, from the regular table or the old table, if you want to call it that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think having the gear, even if it was just, let's say, anything for gear 9 up and nothing under there was on the ship table. That would work perfectly for me because I think that that's the area where I, you usually start farming gear the hardest. You know yeah. what I mean? So, if that for was sure. up in that area on the ship table, I think that would be amazing because they don't really have any ships. Well, okay, I'm going to transition here into the next point from this point, but they don't have a ton of ships right now that could be put onto the table that aren't already farmable. I don't think they have any actually that aren't farmable already. So, every every ship has a spot already on the table. So, they're going to have to move some onto the table to have double spots to farm it to make ship shard or ship blueprints a thing that's on that table as well. But if they didn't do that or they didn't add new ships at to start, they would have to have something on those nodes to farm them for, you know? And I think that there's a couple things we're going to keep talking about that would be there as rewards. But uh, yeah, I think, I think character gear is definitely one Mm we will see. I'd say I'd, I would say I'm 80%. That's my, that's my statistic number that makes no sense and comes from nothing.
2: Yeah. But I mean, here's something else is they've already stated that you're going to have the normal battles. Then you're going to have the hard modes. And if you're having the hard node battles, that's very similar to light side, what are your rewards gonna be for the regular? They're not gonna they're not gonna do blueprints in those, because that's that's not the general blueprint that they have. The blueprints you'll only get from the hard nodes, and then you'll be getting gear and other stuff like that, currency or whatever from the regular nodes. I think that's the most logical and Most likely, and then also be getting some gear from the hard nodes as well, but I think it'll be very similar to the light side and dark side battles structure as far as that goes.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point on the hard nodes, because the normal nodes don't even have character shards on the regular table. But what we were also told was that the the ship table is going to work like the cantina table. Now... That probably only meant in the way that you can use both light side and dark side on the same teams. That was my assumption. Maybe. May, and then the other part to it is the hard and the normal modes where then you go into what you were talking about. So Exactly. I guess we'll see. But the other part that I talked about, the kind of transition there to the next point, was uh, what are they going to do for the hard notes? Now, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that they will pull reaper millennium falcon and shuttle out of those nodes where it's a character in the ship and put those into the hard nodes or do you think that they would make it two spots now that you can farm those things
2: i don't know but i am going to answer this with a question okay if okay so i'm real quick i'm going to make a comment about characters that relates when they want to make bring characters into the game that are farmable for everybody but difficult to get they put them on hard nodes so if you're introducing an entirely new table and you're introducing some new ships or something along those lines in which you want to make difficult for people to get and say you bring in you know eight tables of ship enter or eight levels whatever you want to call them of ship battles. I mean, you know, make make the really good ships at the end and, you know, six through eight on hard nodes. it People have to work their way there. It takes time for them to get there. Then it takes time for them to farm them. That requires spending a lot of energy. I I really think that we are going to see some new ships because I think that makes a lot of sense as far as, you know, just adding them there and making you farm them from there i I mean it just it i think it makes too much sense and i i do also think that some of these other ships we will see get placed over there i don't know if they will move character shards over there i hope they do uh i would like to see character shards there as well for whatever character correlating to that ship or something that would be great but really hoping to see you know Falcon shuttle, Reaper, um, you know, special forces, Tie fighter, stuff like that in those hard nodes.
1: Yep, I agree. I I would love for them to not take it out of the regular table and add it to the ship table as an addition. Because having two spots to farm something is just makes it even, that much better. You know, yeah, make it a sure. little quicker. Yep, and if, if you can take some of some of the sting out of those. Sh- hard node ship farms, I would love that because I've been farming Reaper for what feels like forever.
2: Yeah. So, you know, if uh, here's something else, this is totally just hypothetical thinking. And as far as what I think would make sense, but if they're adding ship energy, that's another way to spend crystals. I don't think they would add ship energy that you can refresh with crystals without maybe expanding the crystals you get from ships even more, so I wouldn't be surprised if this ship p v e table also introduces maybe a slight rework to the ship rewards and make it you know a little bit more in line with the regular arena rewards. Maybe that's I could just see that for sure also
1: hey, I know. I'm pretty sure everyone would be on board with that. So, yeah. I never understood why it was only top 20 to begin with. Um, I don't know if you saw on Reddit. This is this goes to the, the ridiculousness of it just being top 20, right? So there was that there's an arena shard, a ship arena shard that has people completely maxed fleets. Oh. fighting in the 500s that cannot even get down into the lower areas, even though they've worked their ships to the point where they can't work them anymore, you know? So this is the so, one
2: that C.G. Carry said that they are actually looking at uh, restructuring. To
1: to split up, yeah, yeah. To restructure it and split it up because it's just not fair to the people that have worked that yep. hard on ships and cannot do anything. Major so, anomaly there. and Yeah, total anomaly. Like I read that and I was like, "Huh, this is a new thing." But it goes to my point of the top twenty, right? If you can't, if you have a, if you have a fleet in at let's say two fifty that on any other fleet shard would be fighting for the top twenty, but you can't even get, you can't even sniff that top twenty. That would be really, really annoying. And uh, oh yeah, twenty is just a small num, such a small number in a in a. A shard with, you know, thousands of people on it. So yeah, for sure. I, I, I think you're on to something. If you're not, I think you should be onto to something. And that <laughs> should be something that happens. But uh, that's a good thought, for sure. Yeah. Especially throwing in the fact that having more crystals, working harder for those crystals, to be able to use, spend more on energy to continue to farm, and that whole cycle just continues where people are... Yep using crystals in the game, needing crystals in the game, more ways to play, possibly more buying for the people that like to buy. It just it just makes sense. Yep. So.
2: So, a couple um, other things, uh, I can't remember. So, the ability mats to upgrade ship reinforcements, which is the new mechanic they're going to be introducing, you know, altering hardware into reinforcements. Um, is that going to be a new material? Did they actually say one yes. way or the other? It is? It is a new material, and okay. there's there's two of them. There's
1: one for light side ships, and there's one for dark side ships. That's okay, what it was so, in the video, which could obviously change, but there's, there's two different types of material, one that goes on light side ships and one that goes on dark side ships. And we, we talked about it when we talked about the videos, but I think it's 30 mats for the first upgrade and 45
2: for the second. Something like that. Okay, so, so... That's something else that we'll probably see in the PvE ta- table. Uh, the materials for that and something else that we still don't see in the game are ship omegas. I think somewhere in some of these hard battles they're going to have to throw in omegas. Give us a way to finally get those. I mean, you're redoing everything else with ships. I mean, you're completely revamping the structure, of the way the ship battles go, the number of ships you have in a battle... Uh I mean you're changing all of this. I definitely feel like adding ship omega battles or something like that's bound to be coming as well.
1: It's Now that I'm really into ships and I've been playing with them and working on mm-hmm. them for be just because out of necessity for galactic power and other things, it is weird to me what characters randomly need omegas and which ones don't. It's like is there any rhyme or reason to it that I just don't know of? Do you know? Because some characters can't get that extra part of their ability and then others can't.
2: Yeah, I I have no idea. It's it seems uh it seems random from what I can tell. I've no idea whatsoever. Yeah, me
1: either. It'd be nice to if they didn't add omegas, to change those people that can't get that last tier of their ability
2: yeah, upgraded. For
1: sure. Change it to the what everyone else has so that every character is on the same level or every ship is at least. So, yep. Excellent points. It's just weird. That's been in there this long and never, Um... ever heard anything about it. But, uh, going back to a reinforcement, we were talking about the materials. I do think that, uh, I do think that this is going to be something that is available from, some of the nodes on the pve table uh it might be like a megas on the on the tables where they're harder to get and then there might be a new challenge that rewards these things three times a week but i think that you're probably going to see them on the table maybe a new challenge uh three times a week like the other challenges that would be Um, nice but it's interesting because cause they didn't really talk about how you obtain these things. So I can only assume that those are two really good options. I don't know what the other one would be besides buying it. And I don't think that that's going to become the only option that they give. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yep. totally agree. I think that's what we'll see there.
2: All right. And
1: here comes the wishful thinking The real wishful thinking, right? So you had your wishful thinking, and I put this in here just for fun. What if the last hard nodes of the last stage were actually hard, like Light Side 9B? It was Light Side 9B, right? Yeah. Yeah. Total bugger. What if they were that hard, but you got a chance at a Zeta Mat? Would you farm for Zeta Mats that
3: way? I don't know maybe
2: it depends on what else is <laughs> on the table i mean i mean that figuratively and literally um i mean de- depends on the options out there i i, I don't know uh it's, it's possible i mean i c- can always use more of them but who knows they may put some really good stuff on the table that i need who knows um but i do think that's what well i'm saying who not very it's- wishful thinking no doubt
1: You think it's. There you go, that's what I was about to ask. Do you think that that would even be possible? Because I really don't know if that would happen. I would say
2: unlikely. Like, they haven't made a way to actually buy Zetas outside of spending on Mother Talzin and Wicket so that you could start beating that event earlier, but that is pretty much it. Um,
1: Yeah, I don't think that this really falls under spending for Zetas either. So, beyond, well... Maybe a little bit because you can spend unlimited crystals refreshing it, but it's so just another
2: way to get there, I guess. Neil Team Six in live chat brings up an interesting point that I definitely agree with. Uh, says, I would rather see a way to uh, farm Zetas outside of ships. And I definitely agree. It would be nice to have a way to be able to get them another way because right now they're really limited by ships and i think zetas are becoming a lot more common they're not as uh, you know i mean they've been out a year and a half almost they're not as high priority and i mean they're so high priority but they're not as coveted as they used to be once upon a time and it would be nice if they would you know maybe make it in a character a uh, character challenge or something along those lines so that Players could start getting those a little bit earlier because that was something that they did in the uh daily login reworks was talk about wanting to make it easier for you know new players to be able to get a Zeta whenever they hit hit that spot. So if they added another way outside of having, you know, ridiculously good ships to beat that pretty tough challenge, I think that would go a pretty long ways.
3: I agree. Makes All right. sense.
1: It's 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 weird to tie them down to uh, ships all the time. So I'm with you on
2: that. Let's uh, move on to the next gear bottleneck, which is kind of what we touched on
3: there a second ago, briefly.
1: So this is something that I was... Speaking of briefly, I was on Reddit for maybe... 10 minutes this week. That's as long as you should spend on there. This, uh. Disease or
2: something.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I came out clean, thankfully. (laughs) The. This was something that caught my eye. I saved it. And, uh, since we were looking for things to talk about, I thought this would be a good one to talk about because it's information that's freely out there, but I did not know. And someone had taken it, compiled it all together, and then presented it in a way that made sense. So I just want to thank and say what's up to Canadian Nearty, or Nerdy, however you say your name, on Reddit. This is your post. I'm using it to make these points. Thank you for putting this information together. really helps the community. Yes, basically I, what he ho- did is he listed out... I, I was going to make a bad Canadian joke. Go
3: ahead. Okay. It wasn't about bacon, was it?
2: No. Because no, it's ham. But...
1: It's ham, not the can, it, can it? Yeah. Anyways. No, no, I totally agree. There are that's eight... that's not debatable. <laughs> there are eight gear twelve pieces, right? So you have a multi-tool, attack data, med pack, bayonet, cybernetics, visor, wristband, and plating. So those are all your, your pieces. Um so you have eight gear twelve pieces. Ideally, across all characters, the amount that you should need would be twelve and a half percent. Right, eight pieces divided, one hundred percent divided by eight, twelve and a half percent. Everyone should, if these pieces were divided evenly, that's where we'd be. Um, definitely not the case. So, if you break it down by all the gear eight pieces, this is basically what it breaks down to. All right, you're with me so far, right? I'm with you so far, yes. Okay, so the number one piece that characters need from Gear 12 is the multi-tool. 94 of them needed between all the characters in the game, making up 21.5% of the characters in the game. So, Or of the Gear 12 pieces in the game.
2: I mean, I, so I don't really one think a fifth of all
1: Gear 12 pieces is the multi-tool.
2: More than a fifth. And I don't really think it's arguable that it's the best piece either. I mean, it adds the 10% potency, the 10% tenacity. It adds health. It adds stats across the board. It adds health steel. It is... I mean, it is a ridiculously good piece of gear. And you kind I mean... It makes a pretty significant difference for just about everyone that you put it on. So, um, you know, multi-tools will never be the new boomboxes. So hold on to those precious things.
1: Yeah, exactly. But here's a funny part. So that is the multi-tool. 94 of them needed between all characters, making up 21.5% of gear 12 pieces that characters need. Then you move down. The next one is the med pack. 88 of those needed on characters at 20.1%. So we said, ideally, if every piece was equal, it would be 12.5%. Well, you've already got two pieces 8% higher than that. So you know that that's being pulled away from somewhere else. Yep. Plating. 80 of them. 18.3%. Almost 20 again. So, if it, if everything was rounded off at 20, you've already got 60% of Gear 12 pieces in three pieces. Yep. Three pieces. So, then you have the bayonet, 54 of those at 12.5%, basically. So, that one reaches the goal of normal C that we talked about at the beginning. I want to stop then you start you right getting here, even lower. So,
2: cyber... Okay. So, the four we just went over, in my opinion, are far and away the best ones.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: so the plating is the one that adds a pretty ridiculous amount of health, uh, or it's a like pretty 6, noticeable amount. No, that's that's the med pack. I'll get there. But the the armor plating oh, okay. adds the 1500 health, and it adds the stats that add even more health. So you, I mean, that is a really really good piece of gear. And then the Med Pack is the one that adds the 6,250 health, which is life-changing for Resistance Trooper, Han Solo, Emperor Palpatine. All of these low-health characters that you have problems keeping Mm -hmm. alive, that is the game-changer for them. So, I mean, and then the Bayonet is... It is probably the best Gear 12 piece for attackers because it is... It adds 120 physical damage, and it, I believe it adds the 60 um, armor penetration. So, each one of those is the best single piece you can put on a specific type of character. So, you know, like, I mean, characters that aren't tanky, uh, someone that needs more health, someone that attacks a lot somebody that uh you know does potency or you know has a debuff base like that those are very specific you can be very strategic about the way you put those down one because uh they're on so many so many slots you should be very particular about where you place them but also they can be serious game changers on the right characters so I, I think mm-hmm. there is definitely a big gap between those top four pieces of gear and then the four that you are about to discuss and tell us the uh, percentage on those.
1: All right. So that, that covers those four. And then you get down into the cybernetics. Need 40 of them between all characters at 9.1%. The visor, or as I call it, the Bret Hart glasses, mm-hmm. uh, is 38 at 8.7%. Tactical Data is 25, at 5.7%. And the Wristband at 19, or 4.3%. So, pretty huge spread there. And here's yeah. the funny thing about this. Before we go on to the, the other points we're going to talk about with this. In our guild, Varalba has been talking about plating, to him, seems to be the new um, boom box because he's, he got a fully crafted pl- piece of plating for gil- four uh for raids in a row. And he was not happy about it. But the thing <laughs> is, right. If that was the new boom box, that would not be the end of the world because that is in the top three of pieces of gear that everybody needs. Totally agree. So if that's if that's the case, give me all the armor plates. Because if wristband becomes the new boombox, <laughs> so help me. I got a wristband today, actually. So we'll see if that becomes a trend. But I got, uh I, got I a could wristband put it on my RT, so I was ago. totally fine with that. <laughs> you want another one? I'll give you the one from the, the <laughs> Sithrid.
2: I mean, that I'll, was, ta- I'll take it.
1: You're a clever man. I like you. I like you, sir. You're a clever um, guy.
2: Yeah, so I mean that that is very, very interesting just the way all that all that plays out. Um and you'll be able to see these numbers if you want to see the stuff that we're referring to. And we'll try to track down the Reddit link to that post and actually put on the show notes on the website, and you'll be able to find that at ShatteredOrder.com dot com slash episode slash ninety seven. You'll be able to find all of this good stuff. Sounds good to me, man. This really makes me want to go spend some gear. I don't have any of that stuff. Never mind. <laughs> Why is that? I can't go spend gear. Well, you now, mean the lo- the lower end stuff? Yeah, like the wristbands and that nonsense. Uh, yeah. I already put after reading this. A few days ago I when I got the wristband, seeing that it was
1: usable on R two, he just got it immediately. Because it's like I don't need that many of these, so Yeah. I'll probably have a next another one by the time I have another guy at Gear Twelve that I need to put it on, so you're gonna have it, R two. Enjoy.
2: Well and I mean R two's a fantastic choice for completely maxing anyway, because of, you know, the way he spreads his uh shared stats. Shared yeah. stats. Yeah, so For I mean, sure. Not going to regret that decision. Anything else you want to say about uh, the gear bottleneck?
1: Uh, Just one more thing. Um, If you're going to buy gear 12 gear, focus on the top three. Because you're going to get the best return on investment on those pieces because you're going to need so many of them. So multi-tool, med pack, and plating. Bayonet, you could probably throw in there as well um it's not up in the tw- near 20 like the other three are but it is still something that a lot of people need and it's a really good piece so focus on multi-tools med packs plating and bayonets if you're going to buy gear 12 gear a lot of the other pieces are probably something that you can wait on just because not as many people need them and uh you'll just have more of those in the long run i yep.
2: believe so, i 100 percent agree
1: that's that Cool. Well good. I like uh, it when we agree.
2: Yeah, so do I. Don't it don't happen every episode, but when it does, it's glorious. Now it is time for this.
0: <laughs> hey boys. Do you have any tips for us,
2: less experienced players?
1: So uh I got a very big
2: big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> Alright. This was a good idea. I like this.
3: So
1: tell us how this idea came up. All right. So I was hanging out this week, talking to one of our newer Patreons, STL Brews or St. Louis Brews. Um, And he was asking me some questions about mods and uh, mod challenges. So he was at a point where he was, he needed a few more shards for the Jawas to get them in a place to farm or get three star on the crit damage mod challenge. He wasn't quite there yet, but uh he was asked he asked a question about whether he should start gearing his Jawas or start gearing his resistance, knowing that crit damage mods were probably the top tier for mods to farm in overall, but that uh speed was also good. Um and he had resistance, so he's trying to figure out who he should gear as far as mod challenges go. Now my advice to him was to far it was because resistance are so good in other places in the game and Jawas are not, that in the short term, since he didn't have all the Jawas ready at five stars to do the challenge yet anyway, to put that gear on resistance for the speed mods and then work his way up for the Jawas. But that that had me thinking about uh, newer players and the mod challenges and uh different different sets for the different challenges of characters and what you need and what the best things to focus on were while still being able to focus on other parts of the game while you're focused there if that makes sense so like resistance lot of space for them and other parts of the game also a very good mod set to uh farm so did that all make sense to you? <laughs> yes.
2: Totally made sense. Sometimes
1: I get long winded. I'm like,
2: all right, did I so, go off track here? This I mean, we've we've discussed this before and kind of talked about this. I, I don't remember how long ago. I mean, it's probably been it's probably been eight or nine months last time that we actually talked about this, but um mm-hmm. what are your top three mod sets? If you had to rank them.
3: My top three mod sets, the ones that I like, the
1: ones I like to put on my characters the most are Crit Damage, Crit Chance, Speed, and then with a Honorary Mention for Potency. Okay.
2: Uh, Those are my top four, I think. I am pretty similar. Uh, My number one is crit damage. And then number two is speed. Number three for me is potency. And then four for me would be probably crit chance. Um, I'm not quite as crazy about crit chance. Uh, So here's the problem I have with crit crit chance mod bonuses. You can literally get more crit chance... From a secondary stat. Than you can from a set bonus. None of the other ones are that way. You can get more crit chance. As a secondary stat. Than you can from a set bonus. None of these other ones are that way. So health is 10%. Defense. You sure about that? Yep. Uh, I don't remember what defense is. Potency is 10%. Um... Speed's a percentage, so it doesn't really count. Offense is ten percent. Tenacity is ten percent. Crit chance set bonus is five percent, but it is it is only two. Some some of these other ones are two as well. Just to be clear, but I mean, I've I've got probably five or six mods, maybe more, that have five percent or more secondary crit chance. On one single mod. So. That is part of the reason why I. uh, Drop crit chance. Down in my rankings.
3: Makes sense. So yeah.
1: Yeah if you can get. If you have a mod. That makes a crit chance set. Pointless. Perfect place to use it. Yep. For me on. My wampa. I use crit chance just because, even if even if I had mods that were higher than the crit chance I got from those mods, I would still put them on them because the the damage loss from not critting with Wampa is just too much for me to not want. I just don't want that to happen. I hate. I like seeing thirty five thousand on a basic from the start. I do not like seeing nine thousand on a basic. That didn't crit from the start, you know what I mean? So,
2: well, and I mean, something all else crits on Wampa. But so characters that have stacking, um, stacking offense or anything of the sort, they really do benefit from crit chance more than most characters for the fact that the amount of damage you're leaving on the table by them not critting is a much larger amount than most other characters. Mm-hmm. This was why. Uh back in there I was always a huge proponent of putting crit chance primaries rather than crit damage primaries on Boba Fett and Darth Vader because they actually get, you know, uh the bonus damage. Same with um uh I G eighty eight, for example. Uh although he has high crit chance anyway, but um so I think that's that's something to really look at. That's it can be really important for those characters with the stacking. Uh something else about so this is kind of controversial and kind of got brought up in the live chat. I am not a fan of offense mod sets. And the reason is because the only advantage of using an offense uh mod set over crit damage is for a So if you think of your critical hits like on a graph or on a line, a wave or anything of the sort, like a graph chart, basically it's going to be a lot Mm -hmm. more up and down due to the crits. Offense is going to pretty much be a straight line. So you're going to have more consistency. Like you're going to have some of those bottom waves in the crit damage where they're not going to be as high. Your offense is going to be higher, but the, the upside isn't, anywhere near what it is with crit damage or when you crit so i think i did the math a long time ago i think it's around 20 to 25 percent crit chance if i recall correctly if you're above that like over 100 attacks you'll theoretically put out more damage by having a crit damage set than you would with an offense set but some other things that do factor into that are um let's see general kenobi he kind of changes things uh you know crit immunity in general, so shore trooper uh things like that can really affect mm-hmm. um what mod set you may wanna go with if you're facing a lot of Kenobi teams or whatever, but all in all i I think offense is pretty lackluster it's great for the checks mix team, but um all in all, eh. yeah
3: yeah. I got you, man. Makes sense. Alright, so uh what do you suggest farming? How All right, so how how do you go about this? Let's in a perfect world
1: where you have everything unlocked and ready to go. Um I'd say crit damage is the hardest. To get it's okay. Look at the what's required for these sets, right? Health, everyone, defense, Jedi, crit chance, scoundrels, tenacity, rebels, offense, first order, potency, empire, speed, resistance. All of those ones I've named off. Big factions, lots of characters, easier to get to the point where you can farm them. Totally makes sense that Jawas, there's what, five of them total? Yes. Are what you need for the heart, for the one of the better mod challenge sets. So, crit damage is the hardest, hardest to achieve to farmable status, just because there's five Jawas and some of them are hard to get. Jawa, you got to use Cantina. Jawa Engineer, you got to get from the Guild Store. You know, um, Nebit is pretty easy. Datcha's Galactic War, so he's pretty easy. And
3: I'm missing one. Oh, um...
2: I wouldn't pay attention. Dude from the Cantina Store. Jawa Engineer, or... There's Engineer, Nebit, Datcha, Scavenger... And Jawa, and
1: in- Scavenger's the one I'm thinking. That's in Cantina source. So Scavenger, Nebit, Dothcha, easy enough. They all come from shipments. Good to go. Jawa, unless you're pulling him randomly at a good pace out of uh, Bronziums, you're gonna have to farm him in Cantina. Seven thousand things in Cantina. Are you really gonna want to stop and farm Jawa at least a five star? At some point, probably. But that never becomes a gigantic priority with all the characters in there. And then on top of that, uh Engineer's in the guild event store. Not a guild event. He's in the guild store and doesn't show up a ton. You know, maybe once a day, if you went by what's on his little node in probability. But So he takes a while. Um... It's just hard to get those five Jawas to five. It's not okay. I'm making a big deal out of this. It's not hard to get them there. It is. It is it requires focus. It requires you to work towards it because that is not a team that you're going to use anywhere else. Right. The only reason you get that team is for these mods at this point in the game. So, it's the hardest to get, but it's the best. So crit damage is the one to go for. But let's say you don't want to go for Jawas because you want to get go for this raid, you want to go for this raid, you want to go for Dark Side Territory Battles, you want to go for light side territory battles, and these Jawas are not going to help you with anything but these mods. What is the best bang for your buck? Now I put a I put a five I ranked five um teams here or groups as the best ones to use for your buck, meaning you're going to unlock the challenge to be able to farm these mods, but you're also going to be working on characters that can be used in other parts of the game so you're not wasting gear that you're not going to get the most out of later on. You with me? I am. Okay, you nod. I was going to... All right, you got (laughs) it. So I think the best bang for your buck rated on... What the team is and what the mods are is resistance. I like speed mods. Speed mods are good, especially at lower level for people that are trying to catch up in the arena. They don't have the best speed mods, secondary mods, but they if they put speed mods on there, it can catch up a little bit to those that might be buying mods and all those other things, I think. And then on top of that, resistance um, in the... Rogue AT is great. Uh, if you get to RJT in the Rogue Sith raid, we already know where she's at. Resistance as a faction overall is a great one. Works great in lightside side territory battles. I, I just think that that's the easiest uh, one for bang for buck. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I don't really. Would disagree. you rank
1: any of the others on my list higher?
2: Uh, the okay, I'll say this the only reason I might drop resistance down isn't because, like, I love speed bonuses, but the problem is, um, they're kind of hard to get. Like, if you're talking about a full team, you either have to farm Finn, which honestly is kind of a waste of a Zeta at this point, you're better off just waiting until you get RJT. BB8's kind of hard to get, you need full first order. Um, and then you have resistance trooper, Ray. Resistance pilot Poe so uh, getting f- I mean getting three or four of those characters isn't too bad, but whoever your fifth is is going to be kind of difficult. you also have R two d two which you need Empire for anyway. I kind of think I would have Empire as best bang for the buck uh just because I mean they do help you get a resistance character, and I do think R2 would make uh beating that challenge significantly easier. So that that would be the only issue I have with them being the best bang for the buck. But like I said, you know, speed set bonus, well, my second favorite, it's awesome.
1: Good news. They are ranked number 2 on my list. So if you flip the 2, we wouldn't be that far off at least in that spot. So fair enough. I have Empire second on best bang for the buck. They get you the potency set of mods which was my um, was my honorary mention of my favorite mod sets. I love potency mods. Empire will get you them. Empire also is owning the meta right now, for one thing. Um, they are great. They are great for dark side territory battles because pretty much they're required for it. Um, so they're really good in there. There's there's a lot of things that Empire does. They have some really great characters. Um, so. I think that would be the best bang for your buck. The second best bang for the buck there. Um, Third, and this was mentioned also in chat by Lewis, our favorite lightning round. I shouldn't say favorite. We've had two now. One of our lightning round uh, uh, judges, but Lewis has mentioned scoundrels, the ability to get you the two heists for a new player. Those amazingly helpful. Totally true yep scoundrels right now most bounty hunters are also scoundrels so if you have enough of those bounty hunters to gear the bounty hunter scoundrels up you're now helping your dark side territory battles you're helping your credit heists your droid heists and you're also going to be able to unlock crit chance mods which we talked about a little bit um as one of my top three mod sets it's you're going to get crit chance mods. You're going to get your scoundrels ready for those heists. It's just a really good one overall to be gearing on. Because once you can, as a new player, once you can unlock those credit heists and droid heists at the highest level, you're going to be in a very good uh,
3: good spot. Um, Fourth. And you can
1: never go lo- wrong with the fourth one here. Rebels. Rebels will unlock tenacity sets. I like tenacity sets. They're not in my all uh, the high ends of my mod set- sets, but there are a lot of characters where not being debuffed is great for them. For example, Wampa. He'll gain all his turn meter if he's not debuffed on his basic. Uh, Ray, if she's not debuffed, is doing more damage. Um... Tenacity mods you get from rebels. There's so many rebels. Uh, if you're farming Phoenix, put the gear on your Phoenix. Your Phoenix will be able to get you tenacity mods, they'll get you Thrawn, they're able to get you Palpatine. This is a no brainer as far as a mod set goes, because you're going to be gearing rebels anyway. So the bang is already there for your buck. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure your eyes were open. I can't tell; it's kind of blurry on the Skype screen. Uh,
2: to, and then the last uh, one, first this order. Is, this is a rough night. Tech technology completely hates me tonight. My internet's doing awful. I forgot to plug my headphones in. The other situation, it, it's a rough night. <laughs> it's okay,
1: my friend. I am here to. Put you in a wheelbarrow and push you across the finish line, all right so all we, right. we will Sounds get there. good. <laughs> Fifth on my list of Bisbang for the Buck first order. Uh, first order gets you offense mods. offense mods. I don't rank them super high, but there are uh, offense mods can do a lot for you for a lot of your characters, uh, especially like we talked about in phase three of the heroic Sith raid. Not to mention First Order is a great Territory War defense team if you get crew from his very low energy node. um, Same with First Order Executioner, very low energy node. You can build a First Order team pretty easily now. And they're a really good team. Uh, they have a spot in Phase 4 of the Heroic Sith raid. They have a really good spot on defense with some Zetas later on. If you're a new player, later on you can get those on them and throw them on defense and territory wars. They're just a dark side territory battles. That's another place where they're really good, uh, going four for four, if you have the right characters and gear on them. Uh, so that's another one. That's just a really good team to gear for a decent mod set. Um, plus you get the top five. Yes. You also get BB eight out of your first order. So that's another reason to gear those guys. So the, that's the top five I came up with, and that was listed. I'm going to list off the type mod sets that are not there and the people with them, and you tell me if you would fight for any of these others to be up in that top five over any of the other ones, all right? So okay. the ones that aren't on there are health health mod set, which requires everyone. So that's just going to happen organically anyway. Mm-hmm. Defense mods, which are Jedi. Yeah. Then you have crit damage. For Jawa, you have and that's it. So you got crit damage from Jawas,
2: Defense from Jedi, and health from all. I'll be honest. I'm really only
1: leaving two out here.
2: If we are strictly talking about ranking them as far as how I would farm them strictly for mods, for me, I think it would be Empire, then Resistance, and then Jawas. I, I think I think crit damage sets are just that that good. Even though Jawas are worthless everywhere else, they're worth it for those those bonuses.
1: Now. This is a bang for your buck, which I've said about eight hundred times. Ranking. No, no, I know. I don't know that Jawas are bang for buck, but on your no. list, just
2: on farming mods, I think you're you're on. Well, I, so I kind of I I'm gonna make the same argument for bang your buck be bang for your buck because I, I think that crit damage mods are that good. I mean, I think I think they're that far and away better. Now, the one caveat is the new mod store. The new mod store completely changes everything. You don't. I don't even farm for mods anymore. If I'm going to spend crystals on mods, I refresh the mod store. Because.
3: What? You're holding up. thing about
1: there. that is, your mods don't show up in the mod store until you beat the challenges.
2: I think so, any of them can you are show right. up.
1: Farm them in the mod store.
2: I, I believe I once so. you beat the health and defense ones. I th- I believe this is how it used to be. If you beat the health and defense ones, all 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 mods could show up in the mod store. Um maybe I get some clarification on exactly how that works. But if that's the case, then Jedi are obviously uh I don't know, Jedi might be right there at the top. True.
1: True, true. That would definitely push them up a little bit if if that is still the case.
2: Yeah, A. A Lewis mentions that that he has all types showing up and has not beat all the mod challenges. So, yeah, I I believe that they will all show up whether you've beat them or not, in which case uh, we just spent too much time on rankings that don't matter because uh, if it's the way it used to be, it should be Jedi because that will allow you to get anything that you want from the mod store. The problem with the mod store is, if you are a newer player, you are gonna want a wider variety of mods. You're gonna want you're gonna need a lot of them. So, you know, farming for a while is a really good idea no matter what.
1: Jeffrey Kay in chat said, and I think this is also part of what I was thinking of. Yeah. Wasn't it five dots only show five dots only show up if you beat beaten the challenge?
2: Yes, I believe you had to beat the health and defense to get, uh, you know, five dot mods of any sort to start showing up, so.
1: Mm, I don't know. Maybe that's something we can find out. We can ask this question.
2: Sweet. I will look forward to uh, listening to the podcast next week and you telling me.
1: (laughs) I will do my best. <laughs> By the way, if you have a if you want to be on the podcast as a host next two weeks, uh send in your applications <laughs> to the shattered order at gmail.com. Dot, dot nice. Anyways. Um Yeah. So that's it. That's all our regular topics we had for this week, but I want to get to it right now of an of my I don't know what even know what the score is at this point, but I think it's like 5 to 3 maybe
2: on trivia wins. I I have no idea. I think no you're idea. up 5 and I'm 3. I have no I have no idea. I think that's so it. um I think you I want... need
1: to catch up, that's what I'm saying. So let's start a new season so that okay. I can continue to catch back up to you.
2: Now you owe two punishments still i I now owe one after the debacle last week. So what uh, debacle you lost <laughs> yeah that's that that's the debacle I'm referring to. All right, let me go ahead and play this. Oh. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order trivia. May
0: the force be with you.
1: Ooh. Ooh. All right, let's do it. Oh, yeah, that is so ugly. You remember I was saying that I, I screwed up OBS with the... uh Yep. The PDF,
2: it, it looks nasty. Does it? Uh-oh. That ain't good. Yeah, I'll fix I, it. I will tell you what, though. The uh, the new thing in the live stream, just the, the general layout and stuff, looks so much better than the old one. Like, the way it's framed. Yeah. It looks right, a lot I'm better. Glad. The new stuff on there. Um, great. great. Great, great, great work there, Punk. And you've been working on... I appreciate it, my friend. You've been working on something new for the for the show. Maybe, maybe we could unveil that in episode 100 also.
1: I like where your just, head's at. Just come up that with all these th- changes. <laughs> Mostly because that gives 100. me three weeks to come up with it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That gives me three weeks to work on it. Yeah. Perfect.
2: Yeah. All right. Very nice. Question Very nice. one.
1: All right. Let me find some paper. Question one. You better find some this paper. Week is about I don't watch you cheating.
2: All right, debuffs. Very exciting. Yeah.
1: You're like, write this down. All and right, debuffs. One of these
2: has some audio to it, so that's kind of cool.
1: I'm, s- I'm still using my all-weather paper. So oh, fancy. If, this gets, if suddenly the roof, if the roof breaks, and water rains from the sky, nothing in my paper will smudge.
2: That's kind of amazing. I'm not going to lie.
1: Hey, this is from my Navy days. <laughs> All, All right. right. Um, here we go. Question one. You already said that. I did. Debuffs. Let's do it. Let's do it. Which of these debuffs can be inflicted by the most characters? Speed down, stun, ability block, or damage over time? I have a guess. By the way, I didn't hear the fart sound. What
2: are you talking about? Oh. The timer. There we go. All right. timer's <laughs> time on. is. I've got my answer. Do you have yours? <laughs> <laughs> I have a answer. All right. What do you got? I have ability block.
1: I also have Ability Block, C. All right. So, let's see who's right. Let's
2: do it. Answer is... Wrong! We're both wrong. Dot. Stun. Really? 30?
1: 30, 39 characters can stun. Really? Including the Meta Breaking Cup. Yeah, Get 39, Seriously. but second, second on the list is Ability Block with 21. But literally, the the jump between Ability Block and Stun is, you know, 39 uh, minus 21.
2: I, I would have thought it was Ability Block or Damage Over Time. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't... But I, I would have thought that more characters than that, Ability Block and also Damage Over Time as well. I didn't realize that... Uh, Those numbers were so low and I didn't realize that the stun numbers were actually quite so high. Crazy. Well, it's funny
1: because damage over time is literally the lowest one of the four and by a ton. And here's the thing, like, I knew damage over time wasn't the one because I've studied damage over time and who does it because of Wampa. So, there are not a lot of people that do damage over time. Yeah. So, I knew it wasn't that one, but I really thought it was Ability Block. Stun is... That's crazy. 39 stuns. Indeed. Speed down was third. Only one behind Ability Block. Crazy. Alright. Interesting.
2: Question two. This is
1: the sound of what debuff being inflicted. For bonus points, name any other debuffs that make that sound. Name... Yeah. Okay. There you go.
2: Interesting. Alright. So... This is the sound. I will play it one more time. Do you know that sound? I recognize that sound.
1: Uh, sounds familiar, but can you play it one more time? Yes, I can.
3: Oh, man. This is gonna kill me. Want me to play it again? One more time. God, I feel like I should know this.
1: It's it's not the maybe that's all one sound and that's what happens every time but it's what happens before the, the last part of it that makes me unsure of myself on my answer. Yeah. Cuz now I have two answers and I'm One more time. I'm going to just go- I'm just going to go with my I'm going to go with my original instinct on this and not change it even no. though I want to. And what was the I'm question i going to write down was what it... I, my second was it character or what so what what sound is that debuff what's what debuff is it and name any other debuffs that make sound
3: oh so and i'm gonna write and name other debuffs that make sound yes interesting
2: okay well that that changes things um it does.
1: But all debuffs make sounds because every character makes a sound when they apply a debuff. Get, please give me infinite points.
2: Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm going to play it one more time. I cannot think of what that is. It's going to drive me crazy.
1: I'd have written four things down. How many of you got? <laughs> I've written
2: one down.
1: <laughs> see, I wrote down what what I put for that sound, and then I put <sighs> down what my second thought for that sound as my other answer for a sound for a debuff. So we'll see interesting, I think. I think if you had played the fart sound, we would have hidden the other doot-doot sounds, and we would be done with the uh, the, the question. All right.
2: Let's go on to answers. What do you got? I, I, I put a terrible answer on the first one, damage over time, and then as other ones that make sound, the only one I thought of was stun. Okay, so
1: for that sound specifically, I... I went back and forth between Stun and Shock. And I ultimately went with my initial gut feeling of Stun. And then wrote as another debuff that makes a sound Shock. Also Stagger. And, um... Hera's ability, which I don't re- ever remember the name of, but I call Hero's Call. So, that
2: one. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play the sound one more time.
1: Wait, No! Wait, wait, no, no. No, okay... Now that
2: I made myself look
1: stupid, that is a buff and not a debuff. So take hairs off of there. You, I
3: think that's isolate,
1: bro. Watch, it will be. That all does right. th- it makes perfect sense because the lead-in sound to the debuff makes total sense. I think you're right. We're screwed. All right, all Lord. right. You ready for the answer? Yep. Hey, it's not
2: isolated, it's stun, which I had. Is it? Shoot. Son of a gun. I, that does not sound like stun to me. I'm going to play it one more time. I don't this think is... the
1: beginning part to it, the beginning lead in part is the character and then there's the stun sound. Okay. So this is the sound I don't know of what stun. character this is, but there's. Hmm. The, like, crackling sound, is, I think, is the stun sound. And then all the intro leading up to part is whatever character's doing
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Dang. All right, so what are other ones? Okay, so do I get a point on other ones that make sound? Because I put stun as one that makes sound. So
1: what, we tie? You got a a secondary sound to Maya get the right one? uh, Here's what we'll do. It's tied 0-0. I'll take two for getting it right, and you can have one for being a secondary. (laughs) Which is the same as me getting it right and you getting it wrong. So I'm totally fine with whichever side of that answer you want. All
2: right, Tash, we need a ruling on this one. Question three. What is
1: the ruling? The answer was stun. You got it wrong, but you wrote stun as an answer for... There were two questions.
2: questions. There were two questions.
1: I got the main question. You did not. I get the point. You did did not. Did it say this is the only question that matters? No. First question, main question. Second question, secondary
2: question. It's okay. You did get stunned. You just got it wrong. Have you ever taken a test? Because I've taken tests before, and the first question is not the only question that matters. And the question's... Following are not secondary questions; they're all part of the same test, just as this was.
1: Right. So here we go with what the original question was. Ready? This is the sound of what debuff being inflicted. For a bonus point, name any other oh. debuff that makes a sound. Oh,
2: stun is not a well, other debuff. You that you didn't makes a say sound. that it was for a bonus point. Now that I know it's for a bonus point, me, that Smalls. changes things. You're killing me, small. Okay, now I agree with you because you said bonus point. Man, I, still think I knew we'd to get one, to but... this point. Well, you, you <laughs> didn't give me the <laughs> information. We'll hey, go with two I to one. I can't see the slideshow. I read this question word for I word. I heard nothing three. about bonus point. I'm going to play this one it's more time. It's a second question. It's one, a bonus point. One more point. time. Question three. And just to be clear, we've had multiple (laughs) questions on a question and never been an issue. (laughs) It's just more fun for
1: us to argue. People love it. (laughs) All right, anyways, question three. All right. Which character is capable? You're talking. uh, I want to make sure you get the whole question. Are you ready to listen? Okay. Yes, I want you to
2: read the whole question verbatim.
1: Here, Like I did last time? Sure thing. Here we go. Which character is capable of inflicting the most different kinds of debuffs by themselves? Character's own leadership abilities do count. Whoever's guess does more will get a point. Two points for actual answers.
3: Play the fart sound. Oh, right. (laughs) Changing my answer. I feel like we've gone over this before. You have Mm -hmm. yours. I have mine.
2: And your answer is... CLS. Mine is RJT. Interesting. CLS was my first answer. Alright. But upon thinking about it more, I think. Because
1: remember be- that lightning round question that was literally what debuffs can CLS inflict?
2: <laughs> I don't know, maybe.
1: Do you remember that? Alright, here we go. Question three. The answer is... CLS or... I am wrong. What is it? Cassian. Huh. Wow. You actually get the point for this one because RJT does six and CLS only does five. Ooh. So you were second place on that and Krennic somehow
2: does six... One more than CLS. I didn't know Krennic did. See, I put CLS first, and then I started thinking about it, and I started thinking about RJT. On her special, she does, like, four of them, and then she can also expose. And then... True. So, that that's how I was thinking about it, whether that's accurate or not. I don't know. All right, time for... It was a good answer. Four. It was a good answer. Oh, that's the timer. Okay
1: timer's still going. Alright, question four. There are six debuffs that can only be inflicted by one playable character. Name them.
2: Do we name the debuffs or the character? Does it matter?
1: Uh, I think it's character. I don't think it doesn't matter because you're going to have to name... Unless one character does more than one debuff. So, so. uh,
2: character or, um, character or the debuff is fine.
1: Yes. That's what we'll go with.
3: Okay.
2: Huh. I've got five.
1: Remember the days when Imbo Imbo, yes Imbo. We're talking about Imbo who came into the game in 9B and still isn't a playable character, even with the Bounty Hunter rework. (laughs) Sorry, I just thought of this. I kinda thought Imbo was was the only one
2: that could with the rework. Kinda disappointed.
1: That'd have been awesome, right? Imbo's awesome. Yeah. No one has talked about this. No one everyone completely forgot about poor (laughs) Imbo. I wanted him for so long right? when he was the only one that, what is it, dazes? He dazes, right? Uh I I think so. We're like, daze? What is this? What is this? Where did this come from? Give me that
2: character that can daze. That's awesome. Exactly. No, I'm with you. Dazes. Dazes is kind of awesome. Oh, I am struggling. Did it say how many there were? Six. 15 seconds oh got it Whew. barely show my answers what do you got Thrawn, RJT, Death Trooper, Treya, Sion, and R2
1: Say those again. I think me and you have two that are opposite, but I think we're both right.
2: Thrawn, RJT, Death Trooper, Treya, Sion, and R2. Oh
1: no, you had five, I only had four. I had six. I have the the sixth one. You had six? Yeah.
2: You just named off five. Thrawn, RJT, Death Trooper, Treya, that's four, Sion, and R2.
1: Then there might be seven, because I have four that I'm pretty sure are what four. Right, so my four are Sabine, Ooh. Thrawn, Treya, and Death Trooper.
2: Actually, Sabine specifically says that Armor Shred is not a debuff. It's a debuff. How
1: the the hell is
2: it not a debuff? It's not a debuff. It's red in a box. It's not a debuff. It specifically says in the ability that armor shred is not a debuff. You are correct, though. It is red and in a box, but it's not a debuff. Okay.
1: It says that. So let's just—I <laughs> oh, got it wrong. I'm not. No, I'm fine. It's wrong. Well, we don't know it's wrong. It we may be got one of the, the answers. Screen, I but, don't know, but why is it not a debuff? Why is that written in there as a thing that exists? Why is it, it not a debuff? It's uh, a good. Why question. is that needed
2: in the description of the ability? I assume it has something to do with the way Phoenix work, perhaps it also alters the way that Darth Nihilus works. It alters the way, uh, certain things work as far as, you know, debuffs getting applied to characters and stuff like that. Um, that's a debuff you can put on a character with Rex and which Rex can't cleanse and wouldn't use his ability. You know, if the AI is operating it, um, that's pretty much all I got. Alright, so tell Anyways,
1: here we go. Fracture, Thrawn. Isolate, Treya. Burning, R2. Deathmark, Death Trooper. Pain, Scion. And Plague. Oh. I don't know why it says yes, it counts. Huh.
2: I completely forgot about Plague. So RJT does not have one. I was I was thinking about I guess uh Um Oh my the God.
1: undispellable version of health uh, uh
2: heal immunity. Heal yeah. immunity? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Heal immunity the... is still a thing. hers is just undispellable. Yeah.
2: Indeed. Alright, time for So you got four and I got three then. I got five. Thrawn, Death Trooper, Treya, Sion, R2.
0: Okay.
2: Cinco de Mino. And how many do you get? Three?
1: I got three, you got four. So it's six to four? I like at the bottom, Armor Shred is not a debuff. Sure as hell looks like a debuff. That's all I'm saying. I
2: don't disagree with you. But the question wasn't... Name all of the things in the game that look like debuffs. Name all the things that look <laughs> like debuffs. Question number five.
1: All right, question five. Here we go. Place these debuffs. Heal immunity. Days. Fracture. Isolate and shock. Correctly under each column. They will each be under multiple columns. Not putting it under a correct column or putting it under a wrong column will cost you a point. Interesting. This
2: is rough. All right. All right. Can you see this? Um, I am pulling it up.
1: Hold on. I'm going to try something with you here. Let's see if it screws everything up.
2: Alright. Whoa. Does that work? work? It works, but it's very... It's small. I can't read it.
1: So if I do this... I
2: I do have it. Oh, that's beautiful. You can't read it? I like it. You need to start doing this every time we do this. Okay. Okay. I, I like it. But you it. can read it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like All it. All right. So here we go. All right. So, place those debuffs correctly under each com- column. They will each be under multiple columns. Not putting it under a correct column or putting it in a wrong column will cost you a point. Um, and the columns are can't be healed by others, no bonus attacks can't be given de- can't be given buffs and can't be given turn meter alright so do we want to start a timer or just agree at some point
1: uh this is pretty long that for to have a two minute timer on that's so that's
2: kind of what I was thinking
1: but we'll see where we go from there
2: Oof. this is uh this is pretty difficult actually
1: it's a doozy yeah, it is a du- so is next week buffs i'm just curious i don't that's, know hey that's a good question i don't know i guess we'll find out on the next slide
2: <laughs> that's true
1: This is crazy. This is madness.
2: Um,
1: I have a lot of answers in a lot of places, and I don't know how many points I'm going to lose slash gain. So this is going to be interesting, but I have my answer. All
2: right. I, I am almost done. All right. By the way... um, there, There is one of these that I don't think is under multiple columns.
1: I'm with you. I'm the same way, so we'll go from there.
2: Okay. All right. Perfect. I have one under one column. All right. Cool. Well, then I am indeed ready. All right. For under can't be healed by others, what do you have? Under can't be healed by others, I have isolation shock fracture and heal immunity I only have heal immunity and isolate okay
1: no bonus attacks
2: no bonus attacks I have iso days and fracture
1: no bonus attacks I have isolate days and shock okay but fracture makes perfect sense so I'm going to lose a point there all right. Buffs.
2: I have iso shock and fracture. So do I. Turn meter. Iso days fracture.
1: I have iso days fracture and shock.
2: Okay. That was right. that was one I wasn't so sure on. I couldn't remember for sure about shock and turn meter, so I left it off. Gotcha. I should know that, though. Alright. Alright, here we go.
1: Answers. I'm not clicked on the right thing. There we go. Can't be healed by others. You got heal, shock, isolate. You had shock, right?
2: Um, I had shock, isolate, heal immunity. I also had fracture on that one. So, that's not good.
1: All right, so I missed one, but I had two, so I'm putting a one under this column for me. Okay. You should have a two, I think,
2: right? Um, I'm just putting Xs and check marks. Check marks for corrects, Xs for no's, and then I'll just go back and look at it.
1: All right, no bonus attacks. Days, isolate, fracture. I got all three. And I got shock wrong. So I got another one. Alright. Can't be given debuffs. Or sorry, can't be given buffs. Shock, fracture, isolate. Got those three. We both got those three. Okay. Can't be given turn meter. Days shock, fracture, isolate.
2: Um, I got three and missed shock. So, if we get a point for each individual one I would have got three in column well I would have got two in column one because I lost one by having fracture in there Um, I would have got three in column two three in column three and two in the last column because I lost one for a total of ten points
1: that is exactly what I had for you as well I had nine I had one in the first one because I missed a debuff. Okay. I had one in the second one because I listed a wrong debuff. Okay. I'm actually... I'm going to be a nice guy here and show how I screwed up my math. I had days isolate, and shock on two. This is actually days isolate, and fracture. So I get minus one for putting shock... And minus one for not putting isolate. Or not putting fracture. So I actually got zero on two instead of one. Changing my numbers there. Buffs, I got all three. So there's three. Turn meter, I got all four. So there's four. So I got four, five, six, seven, eight. I got eight to your ten.
2: You got eight to my ten. So that puts me at 16 and puts you at 12. Whoa. Whoa. According to my math. Because it was six to four. Uh. Because I got five. Did you have six on me? Yeah, because I got five. I only had one point up until the one with all the unique debuffs. And I got five of those. You got five of them? Which five did you get? You named five characters. No, I named six. I had RJT as a sixth one. Uh, I The one I missed was Plague. I had Thrawn, Treya, R2, Death Trooper, Sion, and RJT. Missed RJT.
1: Okay. All right, you're right.
2: Jeez. That was tough.
1: All right, that closes the book on that. Those are fun.
2: Those are good ones. Yeah, they're really good. Um, Yeah, so these trivia questions, I'll be honest, I don't know how well they translate over audio, but I'm sure it's a lot easier looking at the live stream on this particular part. Uh, So, yeah, because some of these last questions get a little quirky, and uh, they are... uh, unbelievably fun! I love these questions. As uh, Tash has absolutely been killing it, and all of you that submit questions that you know we don't know about or steals ideas from, uh, we really appreciate you guys helping helping us out with uh, with you know all of those.
1: All right. So next week's theme is loot.
2: Loot. Ooh, that's a good Loots. one. We've yet to have that as one. Interesting.
1: Cool. Alright, so I'm going to run down important information for you before we drop out of here. Most people throw this at the beginning but we'll throw it at the end so we don't you don't have to listen if you don't want to. But here we are. If you're cool if you like cool people if you have a lot of information you want to share if you have a lot of information you want to learn come check us out discord.me slash shattered order we have an awesome discord community with a lot of people that a lot of, like to have fun like to talk like to chat love the game everything I very love our chatted. discord I hang out in there all day long I think that you will learn very quickly that both me and Week wink Week Mr. Week <laughs> over there I'm sorry. Me and Wink are very approachable. So if you want to hang out, you want to talk to us, you've got questions, you want to say something, you got feedback, whatever, come join us on Discord. Absolutely. We're in there all day long, talking to everyone, joking around, having fun. You know, this is a game. This is a community. Let's all have fun. Try not to take everything too serious and just enjoy this game. Come join our Discord. Discord.me slash order. Join us on Twitch. If you don't watch the live stream, you can go to twitch.tv slash Shattered Order. That's where the live stream happens. That's where we will be live streaming the game when we're not doing the podcast. That's a cool place to hang out. Uh, Twitter. Twitter.com slash Shattered Order. That is where you can find information about us when we are feeling interesting and going on Twitter, which doesn't happen a ton, but we do go on there, we do read your tweets, and we do get back to them when we can audible affiliate link if you want an audible trial go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order go get a free book go check out the old Thrawn book the new Thrawn book check out the phasmo book catch up any star wars book you want you get one for free if you go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order free audiobook go check that out support us on patreon we would love you forever. We do a lot for this podcast. we lay got a lot of stuff we like to do for it. We want to throw some green screens. We want to do some other stuff. All kinds of crazy stuff. If you want to help the podcast continue to get better all the time, go to patreon.com slash order. If you have the money to give, we are happy to accept it to help to make the podcast better. If you want your money to go somewhere specifically... Send in feedback when you do become a patron and we will see what we can do to make that happen. And last but not least, send listener intros and feedback to gmail.com. We have not had a listener intro in it's been a while. Fifteen episodes, probably. Yeah, maybe longer. We used to have listeners send in intros, funny stuff, or just say you're listening. To, this is blah blah from the blah blah guild. You're listening to the Shattered Order. Doesn't matter what you do. If you want to send in a listener intro we will throw it at the beginning of the episode every single week if someone sends one in no we doubt. love having you guys interact with the podcast we would love to put it on there the shattered order at gmail.com send them there as far as the rest of this week goes we've hit the end of this episode wink probably needs to sleep off the blood loss <laughs> I really got to use the banyo so this is where we're at thank you for listening Thank you for hanging out with us. We love you guys. And if Wink doesn't have anything else to say, we'll see
2: you later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming and may the force be with you.